to connect with you wherever you are. Hello and good evening to all of you on The Unsaid Show. I'm so happy today is the third episode. Time goes so, so fast. I want to welcome my lovely colleagues and we have over here. Sarah Ma'wali. Hi, I'm Sahar Salmanian. Hi, I'm Tamsin Pereira. How are you feeling, Tamsin? Oh, better. Okay. <laughs> Much better. Much happy better. you're back here. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so today we're actually talking about shame. And we're going to bring lots of faces of shame. We talked before about belonging and about bullying. bullying. And this quote that I said in the beginning actually brings two together. Okay, so today we're going to talk about shame. I'm going to say that quote again. And the quote is, shame is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Sahar, what do you think about that? I think that's a good definition of shame because when you feel ashamed, you feel I'm not deserved to belong. Mm -hmm. Even if people around you think otherwise, you are not ready to accept it because you have that huge self-doubt about yourself that I did something wrong and I have to be shameful about myself. That's true. And it's one of those negative words, I think. Mm. But today we're going to say also another side of it. So later on, but the moment you hear shame, you, you feel, I don't know, physically your body goes yeah. like kind of inwards and you think, oh, you know, it's like a, a like downer a heavy feeling. It is, isn't it, Sarah? I mean, when like if I say shame on you, Sarah, it's kind of like I'm attacking. Uh, yeah, it's like an attack. It's like an attack. And and we probably heard that a lot, maybe, I don't know, as kids. Do you think, have you heard that sometimes, Tam? Do you I remember that? I hear that so often. Uh, and even as adults, people are mm. constantly wondering, what will other people think? And I yes. think there's a lot of shame in that. And yes. people are so afraid to get ostracized and, you know, not being accepted into different peer groups. And we as humans are constantly wanting to be liked. So if we're drowning in shame, then there's no going forward. Yeah. And then the word like shame, shamefully. You know, it's so mm, such, yeah. it's it's aggressive. And too. imagine hearing that word as a child. I feel it's even as an adult, we feel it's heavy. Yeah, it has so, so as a child, impact. you even feel more, and especially when you don't even understand what it is. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and usually, uh, even when people say they have a certain expression, a certain, and it's very connected with. Can you guys guess with what? I can guess. What's it's guilt? Guilt, exactly. Mm-hmm. But two are totally different. different. Yeah. And the interesting thing is shame is about oneself mm-hmm. when guilt could be about something else. About so that's behavior. why it's more painful. And it's also very connected with culture. Mm-hmm. Have you guys noticed? Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. It's strong. I mean, we're from mixed cultures here and we've all heard the word and it's all heavy on us. Um, let's talk a little bit about culture and shame. Mm-hmm. Let's go a bit one level deeper today. Okay. So if I was to say... In our culture, it's a sh- it's something shameful to do dot, 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 mm-hmm. for example. What would you say, Tamsin? I was about to say that all our cultures are very similar. Yes. Uh, and I think it may not just be a cultural thing. It's a human thing mm-hmm. for people to constantly want wonder what other people are thinking of us. Yes. Um, in our cultures, I think it's shameful to 
set boundaries that's mm-hmm. what i think that's the big, mm-hmm. biggest shameful thing that mm-hmm. people are mm-hmm. are shunned for that's true mm-hmm. sahar what about you the first thing i remembered uh, since i was a kid i used to hear this a lot that you shouldn't disrespect elderly yes and maybe it has something to do with the other perspective that yes. shame is not always negative yes. because it encourages you to be a better person or it depends do... also how it's said and mm-hmm. how it's told and in what uh consequences right i think yeah sarah what about you so i was gonna say the same thing mm-hmm. um respecting your elders mm-hmm. so that is one of i think one of the main ones that came to mind as well because that is something i've always heard growing up like even when if i'm sitting down and then i see someone older than me walking by like i'll automatically have to get up yes say That's hi is yours yes. or like yes or like even our grandparents kissing their heads yes, and their yes, hands yes. so it's shameful not to do that true and i think the people around you also stress if you don't mm. get up like, like no <laughs> you know we said morris code move sara quickly mm. you give you the eye contact like yes. get up get up and then afterwards you'd hear you you know that was very mm. very bad and mm. we are ashamed of you, yeah. of you. so th- mm. those words and i think why we're talking about it today we hear it a lot in the clinic Mm-hmm. The people who come to the clinic have a different type of shame. And um I'm wondering before we start into our next, you know, little break. I wonder if you guys can help us out in this and tell us what do you think shame means to you? And if you can call us on the number 2494949493. I'll say that again, 2494949493. If you're in the car, please be careful because it's very dangerous i know for sure so just be careful but we would love to hear you if you're at home if you're by the beach you're hanging out with your friends all your friends why don't you call us in and tell us what does the word shame mean to you mm-hmm. i think we would love to hear everybody's perspective on this and um let's talk a little bit more until somebody can call in so usually when we have someone come in a client and mm. because we are in this field of mental health they're usually ashamed of being called mental mm-hmm. that's a big one yeah now. yes yeah. and i think that's a word a lot of people say like even when they meet us we said this before they were like oh i don't want to come to you because you know i'm not mental yes mm-hmm. so i think it's with shame mm-hmm. do you guys feel that with your clients i do Mm-hmm. and i can recognize shame immediately in my sessions mm-hmm. especially when i hear some certain phrases mm-hmm. um from clients talking about you know maybe how unworthy they are or how they feel like you know maybe i deserve to go through this i yes. deserve to to be suffering or yes. you know being in in the situation that i am mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think immediately i'm just like okay there's a lot of shame that we need to work on over here exactly and that itself is a whole session that's right. just to, even before you go into the problem itself right mm. sahar what about you yeah i have and i think you that. deal with with couples couples yes yeah and um be, beside couples i have seen this a lot that clients are worried if they finish the session and in the waiting area if they see someone and then they're going to you know remember that this one is going to clinic mm-hmm. and as you mentioned I'm not a mental I'm not crazy I don't need clinic but I yes. think it's getting better yes it that's is that's something positive it is i mean before if i saw someone outside they would pretend they didn't know me mm-hmm. and i would obviously because of confidentiality we wouldn't but now people actually come up mm-hmm. and say oh do you remember me i'm so and so so 
So I feel the culture is changing, but still, yeah. it's it's not a taboo. It's cha- I don't know. It's a bit different from it's taboo. It's a challenge, I stigma. guess. The word stigma kind of goes along with the word shame. Yeah, but still, yeah. it's, it's still I don't know. There's something a bit different about it. What about yeah. teens? I think I think it gets passed on a lot. So mm-hmm. along with teens and kids as clients, I also do parent counseling, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I'll hear parents say, "Okay, you know, when I bring my child in for the next session, how do I let them know that you know it's not a therapist?" Um, and I said, well, this is not mm. a play area either. They're mm-hmm. coming here to learn about their mental health. Mm-hmm. So we need to be as honest as possible because if you don't break that shame cycle, mm-hmm. then that's just going to get passed on to your child. And what's the shame in actually getting help to feel better? Mm-hmm. And they're not going to share their issues. Right, exactly. Yes. So they're shamed before they even come to the session because they already think that their parents are embarrassed about what they're going to talk about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so I many know. different aspects to this. That's mm-hmm. very true. And mm-hmm. I think the the idea of even bringing it up sometimes mm-hmm. people are already like i'm sure today when people saw we're gonna talk about shame they were probably like well this is uh, you know a bit intimidating mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's like a you know it's like it goes with our dramatic video mm-hmm. <laughs> today it actually goes with the video we always say how music affects us and music is comes from poetry or from a feeling that mm-hmm. someone got now in that song the lyrics that he would say was what I got to do or who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking this person was most likely going through something, mm-hmm. through a dilemma and feeling ashamed of how he feels. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people relate to this song who feel also confused or ashamed of their feelings mm-hmm. or how they feel towards something or towards a specific topic. Mm-hmm. Now, again, when we go back to the idea of guilt or shame, because it's very thin between delicate yes and and as we said shame is something to do with me while guilt is to do with something Mm -hmm. outside of my body for Mm -hmm. example or around me um when we hear guilt okay let's let's try and and play with that word a bit then we'll go into the shame what do we feel sarah what do you feel about guilt guilt is it eating a cupcake and i feel guilty Mm-hmm. For me, it's more of like <laughs> a physical feeling. Okay. If I think of guilt, I feel like it's physically eating me up. Not eating the cupcake, but eating me up. Yes. Um, that's. I think that's how I feel about guilt, and it's kind. Of, it's a heavy. It's a. Yeah. It's a heavy but word. What, heavy but feeling. what? Like, I feel guilty because why did I do this? Yeah, it's a behavior, an act. Okay. Why did Why did I do mm-hmm. this? Why it's Why external. did I say this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about Sahar? To me, it has something to do with others yes when i feel guilty i feel at the same time regret Mm. and then i think about it how others are thinking about me Mm -hmm, after mm -hmm. doing that action or behavior Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and some people don't feel guilt at all yeah well see eating a cupcake i don't feel any guilt because (laughs) it's a choice i'm making right but maybe bad guilt negative guilt would come from making a choice that maybe i'm intentionally doing it yeah Mm -hmm. but i also have regret like sahar said so if there's regret attached to it then what do you do with that feeling of guilt Mm -hmm. you know what uh i have a friend and every time we go and eat and we enjoy the meal and i'm just talking this is the lightest guilt ever of course there's (laughs) way more stuff we enjoy the meal and we finish and we're like oh so full and then she goes do you feel guilty now do you know what you did to your brother i'm like why do you go out with us (laughs) we don't want you with us please (laughs) she keeps on saying what have you done? You know, after we've eaten and finished, she could have mm. kind of said it when we were reading the menu. Mm, but she right. always has this. And then she laughs. So she knows that we're doing it on purpose. But guilt is an outer body feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shame. You know, 
I don't know why when I hear shame, I also feel like somebody's like literally, you know, when they watch the movies, somebody's actually hitting themselves, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, even though there's nothing maybe sometimes, but they feel it. Mm-hmm. So it's like self-inflect mm-hmm. pain, mm-hmm. kind of. Or that self-removal, maybe, yeah, hiding yourself. Exactly. And maybe it's something that nobody thought would hurt this person, mm-hmm. but this person grew up and that thing, that word, that phrase, that action. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So, still... like, um, you know, there's a lot of cases where somebody will tem- be very tempted to, as a young child, maybe fa- see something and take it and run away with it and hide it. Mm. And then some an adult will say, aren't you ashamed of doing this? This was really bad. And it's very, you know, it's connected a lot with PTSD, mm-hmm. by the way. And we'll talk about that also, that incident, like a story I have about that. But it's connected with it because it's sometimes it's a trauma. Mm-hmm. that's happened to somebody yeah. you know and in, in there you know, something to do with them have you noticed how shame is usually taught most of the time right mm-hmm. uh, and people are made to make you feel shameful for some for doing something even if it's what you want to do mm-hmm. right uh, but what about shame that comes in automatically mm-hmm. so when you ask Sarah about it I think it sits with that feeling of anxiety mm-hmm. so it creeps on even before mm-hmm. you're made to feel it so it's there, it exists, and at some point, maybe someone's not even making you feel shameful. Yes. It just automatically yourself. slips exactly. in. Yeah. I guess it has something to do with our issues or self-doubts that we have about ourselves. Definitely, yeah. So Thinking maybe we don't deserve things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Good things. And when you do something wrong, an action, a behavior, then you attach that wrong behavior to, to your being, to your yes. personality. Yes. So that's a deeper feeling. Yeah. And that's why shame can happen both ways. Other people can shame you or you can start shaming yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And they're both connected. And sometimes you might be like traveling, like say you travel to another country and you see something and in your brain you're like, wow, that's really like, does she have no shame? You know, you yeah. actually do it. Then you say, yeah. what is wrong with me? That's okay. But for that person, not even the culture, that person, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But for you, because you are in a certain environment, you have certain thoughts Standards. as well. And sometimes it's nothing to do with your parents. It's something you can... Morals. You know, yeah, exactly. You um, Something you have created mm-hmm. and uh, you, it's grown inside of you. But it also paralyzes you from doing stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and what I want to do now is I want to flip the story completely and go into kind of a positive shame mm-hmm. and which is very interesting because usually shame is, is negative mm-hmm. so if i was to say positive shame is there a positive shame there is there is what is a positive shame i think a positive shame is when you're trying to teach someone to do something maybe that is dangerous mm-hmm. let's say for a child mm-hmm. a child is touching a hot stove mm-hmm. so maybe you don't intentionally trying to shame them but mm-hmm. it's like stop don't do that. Don't touch mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then the kid automatically So stops. it's connected with PTSD, with trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, again, it's mm-hmm. like a, a traumatic experience that is mixed up with you're, shame in a weird way. Yeah, yeah because yeah. You're, yeah. you're trying to teach something, but at the same time, it's also somewhat considered a shame. Like mm-hmm. you're shaming someone like not to do something. Yeah. Or you're with a friend and, and then she says something and you always put her down. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then that friend feels... You're always doing this to me, you know, mm-hmm. in this group. You're always like putting me down and making me feel shameful. Mm-hmm. And then you think, but I didn't mean to, mm-hmm. but it means to in that person. 
Yeah, I generally feel for all the emotions and feelings, there is a message behind them. That's Mm -hmm. the positive part of feelings that we can be more aware of ourselves when we sit with that feeling, when when we embrace that feeling, we learn something about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with shame. Like we protect ourselves from doing things that might hurt us or Mm -hmm. others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what if, let's say there's a couple and uh, one actually does infidelity and goes with someone else mm-hmm. and the other person knows mm-hmm. and finds out but every time she tells the person or he tells her let's say vice versa she just mm-hmm. says yeah mm-hmm. like what's the problem in that or he says yeah well now you know we're mm-hmm. good for you right he does not feel doesn't feel guilt that or shame. shame yeah yeah i think this is something i always tell clients that emotions are not the problem it's how we react to them that's the problem Mm -hmm. so uh, if if someone has cheated and they don't feel guilty or shameful about what what's happened then uh you know you're never actually going to learn or you're never actually going to heal and move forward Mm -hmm. but if uh, a choice is made where a good kind of shame is where you realize that a mistake has been made Mm -hmm. you want to make better choices for yourself and then you go forward and change those things for yourself I think that would categorize as good kind of shame. Yeah. And yeah. also how we're brought up to look after our parents and the elderly. So a lot of time you say, have you no shame? Why aren't you looking mm. after, you know, you're not looking after your yeah. parents. You're not yeah. sitting there. I mean, in culture, let's mm. say in yeah. culture, that's also kind of a, a different type of shame, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you're like, well, I don't care. Mm. You know, well, they can, you know, look after themselves. Mm-hmm. So again, it's, it's very tricky. It in is. a way. As you mentioned earlier, it depends on how you say it mm-hmm. and how you learn. Mm-hmm. how to respect others how to think about others mm-hmm. with couples mm-hmm. i think that um, if you don't feel guilty maybe it's because we never thought about a relationship as two people engaged in that one and mm-hmm. you have to think about your partner's emotion mm-hmm. and you, you've been maybe self-centered and you only cared about your own feeling so it has something to do with your thoughts and your belief system as well yes, that's why i think true. that when we think of shame or not a shame, but it, it also um, is related to our values and our morals, yes. as mm-hmm. I have said, and our and wh- how we view the world. Mm-hmm. So once we understand that, we can also like relate it to mm-hmm. to shame and mm-hmm. what is considered shameful to us and what yeah. is considered shameful to other people. You know, also what's connected to it. But I'll just say our number again. I'll continue. So call in. We really want to hear from you guys and yeah. hear what you want to say because we want to share ideas. We're learning from you as well. And um, I'm just going to say the number again. I should memorize it by now. But it's, anyway, it's 2494-9493 on 90.4 FM, which you are listening to us right now. Don't change that dial. I think also being shy, do you feel it's connected a little bit with shame? I do, definitely. I do. Yeah? Yeah. Because sometimes you're like, I can't do that. I feel so shy mm-hmm. and ashamed and... And then it goes deeper. Okay, why do you feel shy? What happened? Mm -hmm. And it could have a backstory Mm -hmm. to, well, this, this, this happened. And now Mm -hmm. I'm also ashamed, Mm -hmm. you know, ashamed of oneself. I think also the idea of being shy is, is also seen down upon as like, it's like a bad thing to Mm -hmm. be shy. Mm -hmm. And when someone said, oh, you're shy. And then they'll they'll be like, why are you so shy? Because I feel ashamed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For example, that would be, I feel guilty. Yeah. Or I feel... Or I don't have self-esteem. Or I'm worried, what if I do something or I say something or be vocal about myself and then I be ashamed, I regret saying those mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes it's a light bulb, right? Like, oh, I shouldn't be ashamed? Like, no, you shouldn't. It's fine. Mm. All these years I thought it's mm. shameful. Like, no, it's 
it's not your fault mm-hmm. yeah. or you know it's not you who did this certain thing to yourself and that's the mm-hmm. beauty of therapy yeah is when you come you unpack so much and then you kind of realize like this whole time like i could have just been loving myself and showing some grace and compassion compassion exactly. yeah. loving yourself yeah. exactly yeah i like what sahar said about mm-hmm. uh the assumptions that come mm-hmm. from shame and sometimes maybe no one is going to shame you and you're doing that for yourself because yeah. you're assuming that you're going to be shamed for it for example with setting boundaries letting people know what you want what you don't want how you want to be treated mm-hmm. a lot of times i'll see clients who already assume mm-hmm. that their elders are not going to respect their boundaries or they're going to be shamed for it exactly mm-hmm. and sometimes it just takes that little baby step to mm-hmm. start setting a boundary and then you realize oh i wasn't yeah. actually shamed about that you know yes. i'm going to give you the number again cuz i'm hearing that there's calls coming in but we let's the number and try let's try and memorize this number guys i'm bad yeah. with numbers no Come shame on. i can't write <laughs> Aren't you ashamed of yourself <laughs> okay it's 2494949493 2494949493 i know what happens when you can't memorize a, a number and you're trying to call it's very frustrating so we're waiting for your calls and your stories um there was there's a, some people have the name so it sounds a bit like shameless shameless is that is that connected there's a name i used to hear before and i think i used to think doesn't this mean shame hmm. maybe it doesn't but there's a i'll tell you guys about the name later on mm-hmm. but this name is kind of connected to to this meaning mm-hmm. again for me it's always connected with culture mm-hmm. and religion maybe mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. you know because you have all of that inside and sometimes it's us not understanding and sometimes it's us brought up a certain way to feel that way mm. to feel like this is wrong you should be and yes. this word should like these should big words should and and you have know to. you ha- have to yeah, and all mm. of these things stay in your mind that's why we always say words are more effective than anything physical mm-hmm. mm. words stay with you look now all our memory is about that mm-hmm. it's not about i mean okay physically something happened to you remember but words stay in your system mm-hmm. and it grows into this huge tree that literally suffocates you mm-hmm. so if you imagine a tree growing in your system and then it and it's just blocking everything and that's mm-hmm. how when you shut down and then you feel okay you might feel you need help or you might literally go on in mm-hmm. this own world mm-hmm. and we're going to have um a little bit of help from sahar how to evaluate yeah. so as we always do we use music art and drama i want to show you i know you guys out there can't see the picture but we're going to explain the picture as much as we can and if you're watching it on youtube which is a very cool idea you know today i was like yes. this is a different era radio on screen different <laughs> Two options things. Yeah. you can't think i'll just wear anything and go mm, you yeah. have to actually dress mm. up properly good. actually look presentable <laughs> okay so i'm going to show you and maybe you guys can explain what you're seeing so basically this is a woman's face mm-hmm. and the woman's face is covered her mouth is covered and it's written self blame guilt fear shame emotion and social expectation social expectation and suppression when you mm-hmm. see this what do you think you know what's very interesting when i was looking for art pieces for some crazy reason it was mostly women mm-hmm. hmm interesting very little like there was if i would say a percentage maybe it would be like 70 or 
or 75 women art pieces like this mm. faces and bodies and, and then men would be like less it wasn't that many I think it I goes know. back to think? that maybe the, the same stigma mm-hmm. that men are not very expressive mm-hmm. and be, that are not, not speaking up about these things but I think men go through the, a lot of the same yeah. things yeah. I'm, I'm very women go I through. mean do it later on do a search And, you know, I have certain books that talk about things. But today I said, let me just also look. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was mostly women. Mm-hmm. I mean, art pieces of a woman's face or a woman covering her mouth or a woman's body, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe women also have that body shame, right? Yeah, I think I think the spotlight falls on women a lot when it comes to shame. For mm-hmm. example, if we're talking about uh, abuse as well, mm-hmm. um, usually, you know, we, we always hear people say, oh, what was the woman wearing? What was she saying? Where was she at? Exactly. And why, why is the blame always pointed at the women yeah. and not actually at educating other people, men or women, on how they, they you know, speak to someone who's a victim of abuse. Yeah. So And I, I think it's men and women. Yeah. Right. In so, reality, I guess there I is no difference. I think it's the idea of expression as well. Right. They, they yeah. Keep I think it it's inside. more talked about for women than yeah. for men, just yeah. like Sarah said. So there's this art piece I want to show you guys, but behind it, there's a huge story. And I'm going to, again, explain the art piece so people who are listening would understand it. But I want to show it to you and then I want to tell you. It's called How Shame Makes Us Sick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's interesting. I never thought of it as making us sick. It makes us not okay and mental. But this actually says that physically mm-hmm. also. So the picture is quite expressive. If you can see, it's literally, uh, guys out there, it's a woman. And she's trying to run away and there's all these ropes pulling mm-hmm. her back. But then there's the internal organs showing, mm-hmm. which is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me. Yeah, we got a call. No, I want to show the camera. Okay. Oops. Right. It almost looks like it's hurting her and restricting her. Okay, yeah. So you see this. It's really pulling her and yeah. it's pulling all her organs. When Isn't you see the organs, it's like she is transparent. Yeah. She's and, trying and, to be herself. And you know what? So this is a traumatic sexual assault left this lady, Lucille, um, feeling this way. Mm-hmm. And what she says, I'll just read a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. The body's physical response to shame over time degrades us. Mm-hmm. Okay. It wears us down from the inside out. Mm-hmm. So again, it's it, when we talk about shame being internal, yes, you know, not external, but internal. I know this because the psychological symptoms of shame, racing heart, dry mouth and all of that mm-hmm. um, has also brought PTSD, PTSD to me and also stress disorder, which I lived with for 10 years after I was raped. Mm-hmm. So again, people who are... Um, sexually assaulted or all of those which there is a lot of cases as there is everywhere in the world it makes them feel ashamed Mm -hmm. which is quite interesting right because this has happened to them Mm. they they didn't do it to themselves but they feel ashamed to the extent they won't talk about it and this is men or women Right. Yeah. And yes. that this is very like this is very deep in layers and layers and I'm sure people out there who maybe heard of this or felt this would probably think yeah by the way I feel the same because I feel maybe it was my fault. Mm-hmm. That's something you hear quite often actually is it's my fault. Mm-hmm. And something we always try to remind the 
our clients or anybody that goes through think that it, it is not your fault yes but sometimes it's hard for people who go through that to believe that yes mm-hmm. because even like with em- certain emotions like shame and guilt I feel like it creates a muscle memory mm-hmm. that emotion creates a muscle yes. memory that's how you said like the physical eats, part. The physical part it exactly eats you out yes yes and it's, it's quite tough and the feeling of it's my fault sometimes they're told that it's their fault mm-hmm. again so it stays in their head and they and when they there's a breaking point they say because I thought it was my fault and only then they start opening up and realizing it wasn't yes yeah yeah and there are lots of statements such as You could have done this you should have done this so it's better I to take the responsibility mm. because i'm afraid if i say it was not my fault then they're going to judge me yes yes the judging mm. comes in and it's interesting for humans sometimes when people say you know she said i should have i could have I'm like you know sometimes humans don't know what to say right mm-hmm. they're trying to help your you know face. like i mean when you hear something and it blasts in your face you're like what's your response mm-hmm. what's your defense mechanism to help this person you go well you know what you should have or Or why didn't you mm-hmm. or but they don't understand this is probably adding to the problem but they mm-hmm. don't mean it mm-hmm. they are trying to help right. as well mm-hmm. so sometimes it's good to learn what to say and when to say it because most of the time we actually say things that are not not right Helpful. or unnecessary yeah. or unnecessary mm. yeah yeah I think it goes back to what you said culture and society right a mm-hmm. uh, much bigger picture of how culture and society are the ones that are teaching everyone generation to generation to shame people Uh, anyone who's gone through anything uh, mm-hmm. that's actually not their fault mm-hmm. um, but using factors like you mentioned earlier like religion or uh, what will other people think mm-hmm. what's no, you know no. do what your culture expects you mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. all of this is just dripping with shame exactly when, uh, what you should be doing is you know being proud of actually being who you are if yeah. as long as that isn't a bad thing yeah mm-hmm. and it's interesting because all all religions and all faiths and all that actually don't teach it the way we mm-hmm. think it they actually do defend and just because we don't understand it or we've taught we've been taught wrong mm-hmm. but it's all there it's all written and it talks about everything everything yeah. that is out there it's talked about I would like to go through this little quiz and then after this quiz again let's say the number and we'll take a little break so Saha, yeah. let's give let's give people a kind of a tool mm-hmm. to use if they feel that they're being yeah that's ashamed. a very short questionnaire evaluation yeah. I read the statements for you and then you can rate uh, out of 10 rate how true the following statements feel for you mm-hmm. I, s- I re- uh, read the statements the first one I don't deserve to exist okay so let, let's focus on that one mm-hmm. so the idea that I don't deserve, deserve to exist And that happens when you feel ashamed. This mm. is like the, the lowest pit of all, for yeah. example. And then you say from one to 10? Yes. Okay. The number, rate your number. The second one, I am defective. Okay, I am defective. That means am I, I am broken. Broken. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm useless. useless. I have no use. Yeah. Mm. yeah, okay. I am no worthy to be known or loved. Mm. Mm. And that's, I think that's what we, sometimes I think uh, young adults would say that Feel more in therapy, right? right. Like, like everything is going against them. Yeah. And you know, all these, these statements that you've read so far all share lack of self-compassion. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like one big question, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I am a mistake. That's oh. a big one. 
Yeah, that's, that's the difference of guilt and shame. Exactly. That you attach that mistake to yourself. Exactly. And then you cannot forgive yourself. If you made a mistake before, you cannot move on from it to forgive mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. to give yourself a second chance to be a better yeah. person. And it's me, mm-hmm. me. It's all I am. I, you know, it's me, me. It's not, oh, something happened. It's mm. me. Yeah. Yeah. I deserve to be abundant. Mm. that's painful yeah in relationships we see right. that a lot yes. right and i and uh, also the 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 worthy i want to go back to i'm not worthy i actually i hear this a lot um mostly from you know young adults more right it's because i'm not worthy or mm. nobody cares about me anyway if i'm here or i'm not here it doesn't make any difference mm-hmm. and that's very that's mm-hmm. very hurtful to hear to right. someone to feel worthless yeah yeah because they feel so ashamed mm-hmm. yeah and the last one i should not be that that, that takes it all i guess yeah I should not be. Mm-hmm. so after hearing this and these statements and of course that gets rated from one to ten yeah and if then your numbers for these statements are higher than eight then that indicates you're dealing with shame Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe it's time to start working on it. Yes, and it's never late. Never it's late. It's never, never late. Um, people can change 360 degrees as long as yes. they want to change. Right. And they choose that. You don't own me. I just want us to focus on this. Just imagine it in front of you. You don't own me. I think when somebody says that, they've gotten to their last row. Unless they're you know being cheeky mm-hmm. <laughs> back to that picture we saw earlier yeah. of that girl being pulled by ropes and trying, like, to run away. trying to run away from like you don't own me you don't own me yeah mm-hmm. and i think this is something we also hear a lot if it's from male or female because also female can also be you know impulsive and do that for a male as mm-hmm. well like you need to do this you need to do this you know, and, and then it goes to you don't own me you know that mm-hmm. kind of thing and with the men the women as well like you don't own me i'm not your little you know the, the words say and it's it's very scary as much as we think oh it's a song and we sing it because i always say words are very important, important. it's very strong to say someone does because nobody owns no one owns literally anyone. anyone really yeah so when you hear that song what do you guys feel i feel so like like kind of like an anger yeah right anger mm-hmm. but don't, yeah <laughs> tell him <laughs> but you yeah. feel that way because the way and this is a very old song that's made again but the word the lyrics let's go through the lyrics and by the way you guys anything we talk about if it's arts or music or poetry or mo- or anything like that we will put it in our accounts account. and you guys can we will will tag the account on this on the account of the oman fm and you can send us in our inbox questions and also we will post the pictures and the songs and everything so then you'll you'll get more information but again with that sentence mm-hmm. makes me angry it makes me want to go kickboxing yeah right <laughs> that's that's what i think of but even when we say you don't own me it comes from like sarah said that image of just breaking free doing what you mm-hmm. want setting boundaries mm-hmm. um learning self-compassion doing things because you love yourself yes. you yeah. deserve it yes. setting mm-hmm. boundaries i like that yeah. yeah setting boundaries is very very difficult yet very very important mm-hmm. and i think when you don't even with your own friends let's let's make it even easier yeah. you know you get gobbled up mm-hmm. get eaten up you mm-hmm. know like i want to oh but let's and it just disappears slowly and slowly you lose yourself right yeah 
Losing oneself is huge. Yeah. It's, it's even like, stronger than losing someone, actually. When you lose yourself, yeah. you have no control. Right. We need a whole episode for just boundaries. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because you can go deep I have with so boundaries. much to say about boundaries. Yes, definitely. It's yeah. so challenging. It's like if you don't have boundaries, you are a person with no guards around you and anything can come in and go out yes and you have no control have over no it. shield yeah mm. basically i like to separate it into internal boundaries and external mm. boundaries mm-hmm. so internal boundaries that i would set for myself is saying hey i have this much time and energy i can't interact with you i can't go out i want to you know spend time but with tam myself. don't you feel ashamed and by saying no. that <laughs> no 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 <laughs> shame no shame <laughs> and then an external boundary yeah. would be you know you setting those boundaries for other people and it doesn't have to be a harsh boundary it can mm-hmm. be a soft gentle boundary as well letting Healthy someone know boundaries. what you want and what you don't want but maybe and people say oh you don't care you know you just you know just think of yourself mm. and that's yeah, of it's course not, not selfish true. it's self-care yes. it i think depends it's important how to think. maintain those boundaries mm-hmm. too because sometimes people will come in and out right. of your space mm-hmm. but it's important that how much effort are you putting in maintaining those boundaries mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. comes with repetition right. you must repeat over and over again mm-hmm. yes that's very very true and i think also um boundaries and also the word shame and it's it's very interesting i just feel like they're all connected, connected. right so imagine this person that is feeling all these feelings mm-hmm. of being ashamed mm-hmm. of not having boundaries of not having self-love self-love of guilt the whole time um feeling owned mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is a lot mm-hmm. that's why they feel lost exactly. and they don't know where to start yeah that's a uh, lot to carry that's what leads to physical sickness as well just mm-hmm. like the poster you showed us yeah mm-hmm. and i think that drawing of that lady which she is the one who actually drew it and talked about it I think to to go to that extent of drawing something like that that is a lot. Mm. We usually don't connect mental health with physical. Mm-hmm. We think they're separate. Mm-hmm. But they are literally the same. That's why we say, "Oh, I feel sick to my gut." You know, mm-hmm. I feel like my stomach hurts mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. or when I see that I cringe or I feel anger, but my body is doing all these emotions. So the brain is of course as we know is the headquarters mm-hmm. and sending all these things through our body. the body so yeah. it's not a our small body reacts thing. because exactly. our body is so alert yeah we would love for you guys even if, if you're not going to call today for you to actually send us information on how you feel mm-hmm. because we want to learn more and we want to know more about how your experiences exactly. what shame means to you mm-hmm. exactly what shame means to you and i think one of the things in this show unsaid is some days are going to be light some days are going to be heavy but we are trying to talk about topics that maybe people would not want to talk about and we talk about it from our experience as mm-hmm. in our field mm-hmm. yeah. and i think maybe that would help with the trust and all of that i'm going to say the number again mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's 2494949324949493 2494949493 let's go to a quick break and Let's see what we say in the end about how to actually deal with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, let's just talk about how we can actually deal with it as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. What would be the solutions? Mm-hmm. So I, if you're feeling this, what would you feel? I, I want to bring up something. Actually. Yeah, uh, I texted a friend earlier and said, oh, call in because we're going to be talking about shame. And mm-hmm. he said, oh, I'm shameless. Mm. And um, weirdly, he's being shamed for being shameless. 
which mm-hmm. is a statement that we haven't talked about. Yes. When someone doesn't say, oh, shouldn't you be shamed? But instead says, oh, you're shameless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, does do that, but it's that? interesting. <laughs> do you think that person is actually shameless or does he think it's cool to say that? Oh, he doesn't want to deal. I think it's a label know. eventually. Maybe it's, it's said with humor. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I feel it's a it's defense Band-Aid mechanism. mechanism. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think if you sit with this friend, there'll be a lot coming out. <laughs> friend of Tamsin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. But what would you do? Um, I think for any emotions, it's good to first ask ourselves, how did emotion in the first place was created? What is the thought behind that emotion? Because yes. I think changing emotions and feelings are possible, but it's very difficult to access that emotion and change it. Challenging our thought is easier than challenging our emotions. Yes. So I the agree. statements we were doing for the questionnaire, I think by challenging those statements and looking for evidences, sharing it with someone mm-hmm. and just not believing it so quickly. Yeah. I and guess. getting yourself out. So if this is the if this is how you feel, step out, mm-hmm. move your body out and just look at it from space. Look at it from far and think, mm-hmm. where is the issue? Mm-hmm. Don't sit in it, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And I think with that, mm-hmm. um, one has to always remember there is always time for change. There is always a way out, but you have to actually try your best. There's always a support. There's always a support. And again, we're here to hear you and you can send us any information and just to uplift because today maybe we're a bit, you know, (laughs) low. let's uplift it by, I want to challenge you guys with that clap. Oh. You did not see that coming. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Let's try it. Okay. And then we'll go into thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. And maybe we can tell them our, you know, famous sentence that the one, end. two, three, change, change begins, begins with, with you. you.